Welcome back to the Maybound Podcast. I'm Holly. And I'm Brian. And we are here today to talk about modern day miracles. Yep. This is going to be probably the most, oh, what's the word? Vulnerable I've ever been in my life, probably. And I don't like it. <laughs> and I'm nervous. And I'm afraid I'm going to like cry. Like all sorts of stuff. And I don't like this. I would love to see you cry. I would love she it. She does like to see me cry. Only when it's like a painful cry, though. Not her. Just... Yeah, I was actually pretty surprised when Brian said, like, I feel like we should do this podcast. And I was like, okay, yeah, like, we'll do it. Like, it's let's, a, let's do something else. And he's like, no, I think we should do it today. It, I'm like, today? It's a wild story. Of like miraculous healing. Miraculous. Yeah, miraculous things that's, that have happened. If if it was just me, I would probably think I was just like hallucinating everything. But like Holly <laughs> was there to validate it. And like more people. So anyway, we're going to try and condense it as much as possible. Yeah. Um, we do have a blog written about it. That's prob probably going to be a little more detailed. Yep. Um, it's Except, on e yeah, eternal progress blog.com. Yeah. So basically it started in October, 2015, October, 2015, uh, Brian herniated a couple of discs Yep. in my neck, extreme pain. We went to the doctor, got cortisone shots yep. or one cortisone shot. And it was like, and he was in extreme pain for what, a week and a half? It was about a week and a half. Doctor, yeah. yeah. And he, he was just stuck there. He couldn't move. Yeah, like it was like pinching as my nerve. My hand was like stuck. Like I couldn't move it. It was awful. But it was like a yeah. week and a half. Uh, and it was like pure hell for both of us for this week and yeah. a half. Like Because I was just complaining. It, yeah. <laughs> and then we got the cortisone shot. And he was like. Immediately. Immediately. Like, oh, I can move. Yeah. We were like, oh, the worst of our problems are over. <laughs> and God's like, Psh. I think it was like on our anniversary, wasn't it? October Something. 13th. Something because we, we keep joking. We've, I, we've yeah. been in the emergency room like for like four of our anniversaries. So I don't <laughs> yeah. know. So he, he got the cortisone shot, immediately felt better. And he went back to work and he was a landscaper at the time. He's working. And then I clearly remember like the day he came home and he was like, I was like out there blowing out lines and all of a sudden my back started hurting. Like, I don't it was know. It really weird. It was like sudden. Yeah. It was like, oh, did I pull something? I did something. Yeah. And then, and I was like, oh, oh you're such a baby. Yeah. And then it I remember I had to like go do work and I was like trying to put my socks on <laughs> and my back, it was my, it's my lower back. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with my back? Yeah. It hurts so bad, but I was just trying to toughen it up. And yeah. And it just like gradually got worse. And then it, and then it got to the point where you couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. Yeah, we got to the point where I literally couldn't get out of bed. We ended up going to the doctor after that, but we, so Holly went and got, how many, three of our neighbors, mm -hmm. three of our neighbors to pick me up and carry me out of the house and carry me down the stairs. Into the car, Because yeah. I couldn't get, I remember. So I could take him to the doctor. Yeah. We woke up one morning. She's like, all right, we got a doctor's appointment in like an hour. I'm going to go to the gym, you know, because she worked out across the street. She's like, you get ready. I'm like, okay. That gives me an hour. It took me the full hour to get my pants on and my shirt on for them to come back up the stairs. And by this point, I had lost a lot of weight. I'd probably lost, you know, I was at, when I yeah, hurt, like, first got hurt, it was, I was like, like 50, it was 50 pounds of muscle. Yeah, 50 that pounds you of muscle. Had lost. Because that's what I was doing. I was deadlifting and that's what hurt my neck. But anyway, so yeah, my, my, my back was jacked up. Mm -hmm. And so. And they, and they said, so we went to the doctor and they said, Oh, you've stress fractured your spine yeah. and and you need to rest for like six to eight weeks. They gave him some pain meds and some steroid meds and we're like, and like that was his prescription, like rest six to eight weeks. Yeah. And we we're like, this what? How, no how could he have like a stress fractured? His, like it made no sense. And I kept saying like, 
this, like he had the cortisone shot. And then, you know, within a couple of weeks, all of a sudden he had pain in his back. Like, could it be related? No, that's couldn't impossible. be related. That, like, that's what the doctor said. No, not, not related. And we were like, this, like, how did he, and we could not figure out how he could have stress fractured his back. I remember like I stood up, remember that when I stood up and mm -hmm. I was like, Holly, I feel like my back is going to break in half. Like I, when, when I would stand up, it felt like I was going to fold in half because my it, it was just the strangest pain. But I was just like, if I stand, because I told Holly, I'm like, hey, Holly, I think I'm, my back is going to break if I stand up. I was terrified. And I I feel like I'm, those next couple months were kind of a blur. So January comes, we go to another, I think this is like the third doctor, like we're trying to figure out what is going on with them. This doctor draws blood and then call. we go back in for the follow-up and he's like, I'm pretty sure you have cancer. Yeah, you have leukemia is what I was Yeah, told. leukemia or multiple myeloma. That was the were the two different cancers he was like he didn't say 100 percent. he was like was 90 like, like yeah. it's like all the you know all the like all the, the markers, white yeah, yeah all, all the markers show that like this is cancer so you need to go see a doctor oncologist. an oncologist yeah make an yep. appointment with and then to make an appointment with an oncologist was like a month out. It was like three months. Yeah. It was, it was way down the road. But then his sister was super nice and like called and yelled. <laughs> harassed and everybody harassed to get him and like got him in earlier. So we so get him earlier. So I got into yeah. the doctor like March. I and think. did the biopsy and then came back and it wasn't cancer. Yeah. Like da -da. They, were, they were like, it's not cancer. And we're like, well. Then what what's the going, going on? on? <laughs> like it was like relief, not cancer. Because for like a month, I'm thinking my husband's gonna die. He has cancer. Like I, I looked like I yeah, was dying. and he looked like he was. Everyone that like, saw him like was like, yeah, oh my gosh, like Brian is going to die. Yeah, I had friends tell me they were like they would see me and they're like, I thought you were on your last day. Like, I'm tall. I'm like six four, and I weighed about 170 pounds. Like I was just. I was skin and bones. It, it, yeah, and it was, was just, it was awful. Yeah, was, so yeah. they say it's not cancer. And we're like, oh, relief. But, but then, but then, yeah, now What's what? Like, and yeah. they're like, I think it's some kind of an infection. So we call his other doctor or his other doctor called us. And, and we're like, the, you know, these are the results. So he called, and I remember it was like late at night, he calls and leaves a message. <laughs> and he's like, go to the emergency <laughs> room right now. Uh, this is staph like infection. Six months later, and we were like, like, you gotta go now. <laughs> Like, we've been sitting here waiting with this infection in his back for how long? And now all of a sudden, like, go to the emergency room? Yep. So, like, we go and so, yeah, and he gets staff. it. Yeah, he, it was staph infection. He gets a pick line to, like, give him antibiotics to clear up this infection that's, you know, staph infection in his back. We go in for another biopsy, another MRI, because mm -hmm. you were still hurting. Yep, like, he still, still had pain in his back. He's, it was It was still really bad. And so we go in for the MRI and then we go see the doctor and they said, the infection is gone and any remaining pain that you now have is permanent, permanent damage, damage <laughs> of the disc and spine yeah. caused by staph. So, it said, so the, this is what the doctor said. It said the staph had eaten away one whole disc, right? Mm -hmm. And then part of my spine, like part of the vertebrae was gone and eaten yeah. by the staph. And so, oops. And so that's why you're still in pain. We went, so we were told by three different doctors, discs don't heal. You have to get surgery to fix this. Yep. You have to put so, rods in your spine and re disc replacement. Yeah. So the only, and the only option is surgery to, and so the surgery was to remove what was left of his disc, remove part of the damaged vertebrae and then fuse your spine together with rods. Yep. So we made the appointment with, for surgery and then we left 
like out of the doctor's office after making the appointment and we both sat in the car and both of us were like we're not you're not supposed to do this yeah it was just a weird feeling which reminds you i'd been in constant pain for like five or six months and so i was thinking okay this surgery is going to get me out of pain finally i'm like i can't wait to have this stupid surgery because i have been in so much pain for so long and then we walk out of the car and we're i think we were both just sitting there and then I think I asked you, didn't I? I was like, so what do you think? And she's like, I don't know. What do you think? And I was like. Because I knew I couldn't be the one. I could not be the one to be like, you don't get surgery. You cannot get surgery. Even though I felt it, I knew like he had to have that feeling. And I did. And so I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to get surgery. So and I no immediately idea. I was like, oh, good. I'm so glad he felt that too. Yeah, you were mad. I was super mad. So I, I felt like God had told me, you're not doing the surgery. And I was pissed. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've been in so much pain. I'm like, okay, then what? What am I supposed to do? Because my back is jacked up. I can barely walk. I look like an old man. I was like, what? You, you like felt like God was like trying to, <laughs> to hurt you me. and like torture you. <laughs> Sorry. I know. It was, it was, it was, but that, I mean, I understand. So you, you all understand when you're in that much pain for that long it just starts messing with your brain like you know you just start i don't know i was my brain was in a bad spot plus i was on ungodly amounts of painkillers i was going through my month supply in like two weeks so i was taking a lot and so i was just like okay way too much yeah way too much and so i was like i guess i guess this is my life because i'm not supposed to have surgery i'm just supposed to suffer the rest of my life and take freaking painkillers for the rest of my life. Yeah. And and me, like, so then we ended up watching this movie called The War Room. And it inspired me to create my own war room, which I did. And I, like, went to my closet. I put up all of these, like, inspirational messages and, like, memes and, like, quotes, like, all over my closet wall. And then I started, like, praying. And I started writing my prayers out to God and then posting those on the wall. And I am just, like... Every day going into this warm room, multiple times a day, like all throughout the day, I'm just like going in there and just crying and pleading and like asking God to help and asking him to heal Brian. Like every day it was just like, like heal Brian, like make him stronger physically, spiritually, mentally than he ever has in his life. And, and I had it, probably stopped praying at this point. Yeah. I was just like, whatever. <laughs> he's, he's bailed on me it was, so i'm like this is it it's my life there was just so much pleading and on her part yeah and and so as i did this like as i started praying that much and started going to him it was a learning experience for me and i slowly learned how to listen and make decisions with my heart and not with my brain God was teaching me how to hear him, like through this time. I learned to battle my demons. I learned that confusion and fear and negative thoughts don't come from God, that those are like your demons. And I also learned that God, like anything from God only comes through strength, peace, and comfort. Like even if it's in the midst of your trials, it only comes through strength, peace, and comfort. God does not give confusion. God does not give fear. So that was a big, that was just kind of a learning experience for me and like learning what is coming from God and what was not. Mind, body, and spirit are connected. And if one of those are amiss, then like all the others get out of whack. So at one point during prayer, it came to me super strong 
that we would both be extremely grateful for this experience and that we'll be better off, our lives would be better off because of it. And that if given the choice, neither one of us would go back and change. And she made the mistake of telling me that. <laughs> I didn't tell <laughs> yeah. I might have thrown a book at her. She came I, in and said, it. I, 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 I was a little nervous telling her. I was like, <clears throat> Brian, like, like, listen to this hope. Like, this is amazing. Like, it was such a strong, like, spiritual prompt. Like, and I knew it was true. And I'm telling him this. And he's just looking at me or maybe glaring at me. I hate you. Uh, like easy for you to say this is what he literally yeah, easy for you to right, say you're not the one in pain I was like, I know but it's really not easy for me to say because I really was in a lot of pain like you know it's not easy when your spouse is in pain and dealing with all that stuff but mm -hmm. so then uh another thing we started doing was we had these uh foot zoning sessions um and she was super helpful and what she did was she helped give Brian the strength and the willpower to start listening to God and like following his promptings and things that he had been prompted to do before that he previously disregarded. He started like getting the strength and willpower from these sessions to follow God. I feel like that's basically, she gave me a lot of strength. Um, and I think it was more just, she was like a, almost like a personal mentor to him. Yeah, and she also did like, like a mentor. she also did like foot zoning, you know, while she did it which, you know, there's some scientific stuff behind that and like helping your body heal. But she really mentored him and helped him, like gave him that strength mm -hmm. and and find that strength to like start, I don't know, start on his path to healing. So one of the things that she helped give him the courage to do was to quit pain medication. And even though he was in all this pain, he had been feeling like he needed to quit pain meds even though he was still in pain, even though his back wasn't healed. Yeah. I thought it was like another cruel joke. Yeah. He thought like, God is being like, mean again. <laughs> he's like, I'm like, God's such a bully. He wouldn't let me have a surgery. Now he wants to take my painkillers away. Um, I kept getting prompted to quit the painkillers. And I was just like, no, I'm not doing that. You're crazy. Like, you know, and I just, so I finally, I finally got the strength to do that. Um, it was awful because I'd been like fully addicted to these things for I mean, I guess it's not that long, but it was, what, eight months by this yeah. point, eight or nine months where I just was taking like 20 or 30 a day, you know, like really heavy stuff. Like I was going through a lot. And so my body was Which very dependent. was taking way more than he was supposed yeah. to. Just when all this was happening, I, I guess this is the part where I feel like things get a little weird. Like when all this was happening, I've noticed, I started to notice things around me that weren't really there. If that, does that make sense? No, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I know it sounds stupid, but I like, oh, well, I, let's just say one, one of the people, one of the people that were stupid. helping mentor us, um, helped explain through our different experiences and spiritual experiences. They explained to us that Brian has a gift of like seeing and feeling, and I have a gift of knowing and hearing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just, whatever I, I'll just say it like I was I felt like I was being bombarded by uh, evil. That's just the best way to say it. I, I felt like I was just being attacked by evil, like constantly all the time. And so it was it was I was in a weird state because I was addicted to painkillers. And I was like, felt like I just had evil around me all the time, which was really weird. Um, obviously, I probably wasn't a delight to be around for that for that at that time. Um, but yeah, so I finally decided, I'm like, okay, I'm going to quit these things and I'm going to just suffer for however long I have to suffer. 
And so I quit, I quit them. And I was in excruciating pain. I remember I do, I would just, I would take over the counter sleeping meds to just try and sleep all day and all night just because it was just, I just, I can still, it's so vivid in my head of how awful that was like going through withdrawals and the pain. Um, but I was just, I was up in the bed. She came over again, um, to, to do her mentoring. Yeah, so he had, he, he had had these like appointments a couple of times a week and, you know, I was kind of setting him up and she'd come over and, and I knew like he'd been off for a couple of days maybe. And he was just, there was some dark, like just being around him. It was, there was some darkness yeah. that I could feel being around him. And I knew that he was not going to be okay with her coming that day. So I didn't tell him that day. I waited till I knew she would already be on her way. And I was like, oh, by the way, you know, we got that appointment. And he was like, not happy. And he liked, like, I really liked yeah. her. I always liked her. And, it, but she was very sensitive to that kind of stuff too. And so she kind of could feel it around me as well. Yeah. He was like, no, t- call her up and cancel. I'm not doing it today. Like, no, no, no. And I was like, I'm sorry. It's too late. Like she's already on her way. And like, she comes over and like immediately. Right. She opens the door. She was like, well, I think we, before we get started today, we have a few <laughs> entities we need to take care of. Yeah, it was, it was really weird. And I was just like glaring at her through the door. I was like, I hate you. <laughs> I didn't hate her. <laughs> Obviously I loved her, but there was just like, uh, my head was so jacked up. So we started she, with She prayer. asked him to say the prayer. Yeah. And I think I said no, cause I just didn't want to. I was, like I said, it was weird, but I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. I don't need to pray. And so they said a prayer after she, she's like, okay, I don't think that worked because we were all just kind of sitting there and there was still this tension in the house. Like it was just weird. It was, I don't know if you, if you've ever experienced something like that, you'll understand. But if you've never experienced anything, you probably just think I'm schizophrenic or crazy. Holly used to. I used to (laughs) until I was around him long enough and experienced it. So but um, she did have another person with him. She, with she her yeah, she had another person with, with her. They would ask me a question. I was just like throwing little jabs at them, and I think they were just kind of like, "What is happening?" And so, um, yeah, they were just uh, they were confused. It was just me, Holly, these two. Like none of our kids were in the house, um, and the guy that was with her, he was he was um, he would actually play music to like that was his gift was music. Yeah, his gift was but, music. Yeah, you yeah. play it to the. Energy. So he just came up. He's like, "All right, I'm." I can't remember what he said to me. He just walked up to me. He's like, "What did he say?" We're get. We got to get rid of this crap. Or what? I don't know what he said, but he was like blunt. He was like, "You got something wrong with you. We need to fix it." And so, um, always the hardest part. So, our church. It was just like basically somebody praying for you, but they put their hands on you to pray. Right. And I've had a million blessings and nothing has come of them. Nothing has happened and nothing miraculous, I should say, but nothing is just like a regular prayer. So, but this time it was different. So this time he put his hands on my head to say the prayer. And immediately, like soon as he started the prayer, it almost went into, I, I, how do I describe it? It's like, I could see things around me, but my eyes were closed. And so it, it almost felt like he went away, sort of. And then more people were around me. Does that make sense? I don't know. Like, it felt like there were more people surrounding me. And well, I think there are always more people surrounding us that we just can't see. And yeah. At that point, that's... Yeah, like it, one of them was like my... I, it was weird because I just knew it was my grandpa. I knew my grandpa was there. And it was just weird. I'm like, what? My grandpa's here. This is crazy. I never had any kind of experiences like that. So there's my grandpa, 
this guy and then two more people. I don't think I'm going to get into who they were, but they were angelic. There's the best thing. I, think that, I don't know. That's the best way to say it. they were angelic. Um, so, uh, like, this is so hard for me because I like get super emotional. I don't like getting emotional ever. So as we were doing the, the blessing, Holly, it was, we were kind of facing, uh, I was facing my kitchen and there's just this door that's like open. It's not a door. It's like a walkway. Everybody was behind me. My, my eyes were closed this whole time. So don't ask me how it happened because my eyes were literally closed. I was like, had my head down. But all of a sudden I could sense like these people were around me and I could sense that the bad things around me were terrified. Strange. I know I sound nuts, but so I could sense that like, sorry, this is going on really long, but I could sense like the, the, the bad things around me were scared and they were like really scared. And I was like, what is happening? And then I looked up, not really looked up because my eyes are still closed. And then I, so, to this walkway, but with my eyes, being closed, I could see, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to, it's, it's so hard. Why is it so hard for me to say, but it is, I don't know why it's so hard. So with, with my eyes closed, I looked up and I see a figure like walk through the, the doorway. It's like, like I said, it's not a doorway. It's just like a walkway, but he like walked through and um don't look at me it's okay <laughs> she looks she like looks at me and it makes me like teary-eyed so it's okay to show emotion it's okay to cry like it's who not, wouldn't cry when they know. see this so anyway it was uh i done this <laughs> so it was it was jesus christ himself it was the savior so he appeared and he was just slowly like walking towards me with a smile on his face and then it was really weird. I could see these like black, uh, I don't know, they were like shadows or balls like flying away from me. And they were like flying towards the back door just to leave the house. It was just like flying away from me as he was walking closer to me. And then he stopped in front of me and then it, it, he disappeared. You say he was smiling? Yeah, that's why he was smiling. Like as he was walking up to me, he was smiling. I didn't uh I, I still to this day remember what he looks like because there's a little girl that painted him that she said she saw him and it, that's exactly what I saw. Uh, but that's what he looked like and he just had a smile on his face and it scared the hell out of everything that was bad around me. And then they took off and bolted. And so, uh, and then all of a sudden the prayer was over. It was just like that. It felt like it was maybe eight seconds long. Right. It was like maybe it, it was a lot longer. It was yeah, like, it, was, it was a few minutes. Yeah, it was a few minutes. Apparently, I didn't know. It felt like it was like eight seconds long. And I they said, amen. And I was like, holy cow, I feel I feel really good. Like I feel like everything bad you immediately felt better. Yeah. I as soon as the pro was over, I could tell like everything was gone. <laughs> everything felt better. Like the room was clear. Like it just felt yeah. lighter in in the room. And none of us like knew what happened. Like they, they were, they knew they felt it was like the broom was better, but, yeah. but obviously it was just, no one saw yeah. what you saw. Yeah. And so it was just, I saw, yeah, the savior walk in and he scared everything away and then he just disappeared. But in my eyes, it was like, like I said, it was like eight seconds long. It, like I, I asked him, I was like, how long was that blessing? Cause 
and it literally felt like you were talking for like five or six seconds and he's like yeah it was a few minutes long so i lost time for a split second i guess and then i just told him i was like hey i feel good i'm everything's good everything's gonna be fine <laughs> that's what i thought and so i'm like yeah everything's gonna be good everything's taken care of and so i felt really good that day um and then obviously the night came and the pains came back and um i got back into my funk you know, mm-hmm. so a couple more days went by and then uh, still Sunday, sleeping up in the yeah, back room, still sleeping in the back room. He, he was like back to where he was, um, but it had that experience and it was just, I think life changing, obviously yeah, life changing. And then Sunday rolls around <clears throat> and we had had an appointment with our bishop scheduled, um, a leader in our church. And so um, I went up there and I'm like, hey, Brian, like we have this appointment that was scheduled and. We're supposed to be there in like 30 minutes. And he was like, what? No, like I'm in way too much pain. I'm not going. How could you, like, he was pretty upset with me. Like, how could you schedule this yeah. when you know I'm in all this pain and you don't like, he was like, you don't even care about me or how I'm feeling. I'm like, no, like, you really think that? You really think that I don't care? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, okay, I'll cancel it then if that's how you feel. So I turned around to go walk out the door and cancel. And immediately it was just like this voice. Make him go. Yeah. He ha- <laughs> you are going. You guys have to go. So I turned back around and I told him like, Brian, I'm sorry. Like I, I, you, for some reason we have to go. I don't know why, but we need to go. And so we went. yeah, so we went and and we went to the appointment and we were about to walk out the doors to go home. And this was like something called state conference in our church. And church was starting. Every, church was starting. starting. Everybody so. was coming in and we're leaving. And Brian stops and looks at everybody walking in and he goes, are we staying? <laughs> and I'm like shocked because all I had promised was that we just would go there and have our appointment and leave. And I'm like, well, that's up to you because all I know is I was supposed to get you here. So whatever we do now is on you. And he's like, yeah, we're supposed to stay. (laughs) So we stayed and he was in so much pain the whole time. Like he's fidget, like the whole, like during all the talks, he's just like, he, and actually I was in the room and he went out into like the foyer on the couches because he was in so much pain and he couldn't like sit in the chairs. Yeah. So I was just out in the hallway on the couch because that was like the only pain, like that would help my back. So, yeah. So anyway, while I was out there. Um, this is, this is a really cool part of the story. Um, but as, so as I was out there, there was, it was just me and this other lady in the, in the, in the hallway, she was sitting opposite of me, maybe what, 30 or 40 feet. Right. So she's a ways away and she was an older lady. She looked like she was maybe 60 or so. And then she just looks over at me and points up and starts talking. And I'm like, what is this lady? This person is crazy. And then I'm like, uh-huh. You know, cause usually that's what I do. I'm like, yeah, you know, just dismiss it because i don't like talking to people most of the time and then she just keeps talking to me and pointing up i was like what and i'm like looking up i'm like what is happening and then she finally comes over yeah she said god has faith in you yeah that's what i think that was the first thing she said to me she said god has faith in you i'm like mm-hmm. what who are you i'm like why is this crazy person coming up to me and then she said jesus wants you to know he has faith in you yeah and then so and so this is what she said because i told holly everything she said because i just went back and but anyway, so this she walks up to me and says, God has faith in you. Yeah, Jesus wants you to know he has faith in you. He wants you to know he's with you. He's around you all the time. He's suffered more than you have. He knows you can get through this. Yeah. He loves you. He's here to help you. 
He can change this in an instant. Yeah. You have something to learn. You have something you need to learn. This happened for a reason. You need to have faith in him because he has faith in you. Don't give up. Yeah. God has the power to heal you. You have something you need to learn first. <clears throat> and as soon as you do, you will be healed. You'll be grateful for this experience and better because of it. You'll be able to use this to help others. Thank him for what you have and for this experience. So this is just some random lady that I've never seen before in my life. She doesn't know what's going on in my life. She just comes up and says all these things to me. And I, and like as she was talking, that's how I, we know exactly what she wrote. So I'm like, hey, oh, she said this and this. And then right, she, yeah, like right after when he told me about it. Yeah, and then she came up and she's like, hey, he's trying to talk to you and gave me a piece of paper and a pen. And she's like, he's trying to talk to you. Listen, and I'm like, what is happening? And so I just, so she just walked away and I'm like, okay. And then I had these thoughts come into my head. What was profound to me is what she had said. Like, she doesn't know me. She doesn't know what I'm going through. She has no idea what just happened that I literally saw the savior a few days prior to this. Um, but then she was just like, yeah, when he, when she said he's with you, he's always with you. The part that really struck, struck me is he is, he suffered more than you. And so that kind of like humbled me a little bit. It was still hard to cope with, but it was, it was hearing that was hard. So yeah, I ran, ran walked into Holly. I'm like, Hey Holly, guess what? And she's like, Oh, <laughs> if there's, if there thank you. I was, I'm validated in <laughs> bringing you like here. Making you come. Yeah. And so so, so then we were trying to figure out like, what do you need to learn? Yeah. If there's something you need to learn to be healed, what do you need to learn? Yep. So he continued, like he was still in pain from not only his back, but I remember you you said your body felt like when been you're going through withdrawals, you've been hit by a truck. Yeah. By a truck. Uh, another couple of days goes by and I remember I was trying to work because I had to go back to work. I, I, I had to go home because the pain is so bad anyway. So that night, I'll just jump to that night. I'll just jump to it. So that night. So it was a week, a week since this uh, yeah, lady had talked to him by. and told him that you know, he could be healed. Yeah. And so a week had gone by and it was the next morning, like it was like four in the morning, I think it was about four or something like that. It was super yeah, early in the morning. I woke up Yeah, you woke up because I couldn't sleep and I just wandered around the house and I went and like snuggled with my daughter because she was asleep. I'm like, oh, I'll go snuggle with her for like two minutes because then it would hurt. And so I'd get up and go and snuggle with my other daughter and stuff. And it was a hard thing for them because, you know, we were always play fighting and doing all sorts of fun stuff. And then I'd turn into this dad that just didn't want to do anything to do with anybody because I was in pain and stuff. So, and then we just, we'd also recently learned that between the hours of like three 30 and five 30 is like a kind of, um, you can like hear and communicate with God more. Yeah. That's the best time to pray. So yeah. anyway, so I started praying, I started, started praying like crazy. And then I had gotten back in my bed. I'd gotten back in my bed by this time. And I, we hadn't had our two, we don't, we didn't have our two daughters at this point. So that's probably our two youngest relevant. daughters. So I got back in my bed and I remember I was just laying on my back and I just started praying like, what the heck? Like, what do you need? What, I need this fixed. So yeah. I fell asleep for a split second. I felt like it was just a split second. And then all of a sudden I woke up and my eyes shot open and it was just really weird. Like the room had changed, not like physically, but it was just like, you know, the energy in the room. And so all of a sudden, and then my eyes shut. And I had no control over my eyes. It was the strangest thing. I've never had. I've never had anything like like this happen since or before. You say you felt paralyzed. Yeah. So I was laying there on my back, and then I felt my body. I I don't know if that makes sense, but I felt it go paralyzed. So all of a sudden, I couldn't move, but I was like completely like as stiff as a board, but my eyes were shut. Then I slowly started feeling my body raise off the bed. I know this sounds insane. 
I started feeling my body like raise slowly up off the bed. And, and then didn't at this point you said you realized that it was your spirit and not your body? I didn't know. Later on, I didn't know. Oh. I didn't know. I, I have no idea. But it just felt all I knew is I was like floating up off the bed. And it felt like I like it's still very vivid to me. It still felt it felt like maybe I was two feet off the bed. Maybe I didn't feel like I was going up to the ceiling or anything, but like I was about two feet off the bed. And then all of a sudden I saw these balls of light. They were like yellow and uh, red and orange. And they were like flying at me. It was really weird. Like they were just like flying towards me and I could see them, but my eyes were closed. Are they flying towards your back? Isn't that? No, well, they were just coming right at me. So it was just, yeah. So it was really strange because my eyes were completely shut, but I'm seeing these things fly at me and then it just stops. And then I slowly lowered back down onto the bed and then uh, I just lay in there and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm paralyzed (laughs) because that's what I thought. I was like, I... I've just been paralyzed for some reason. <laughs> like, I didn't know if I broke my back. I don't know. I was just like, I'm paralyzed. Oh, my gosh, what is happening? And then I started getting feeling back in my toes. And it's slowly, it's so weird. And then it slowly worked its way all the way up to my whole body. I remember, I remember because my eyes were still shut and I couldn't open them. I was like trying to force them open. So I grabbed my fingers and I was like prying them open. Um so I finally got him open and I was just laying there. And then all of a sudden I felt. Well, and you said you saw a little girl too. Oh yeah. So I, and I don't even understand how I saw this. I think this was as I was floating, but I saw a little girl with super curly hair standing next to me and just like watching me. It was, I, I don't even know how to describe these things, but she was just this little girl. She looked like she was about six and she just had super curly hair and she was just standing next to me and just like watching me really weird. And the reason why I say that is because I believe it was my one daughter before she was born. I don't know. That sounds weird. But that it, after I've seen her now. It's in like, our yeah. beliefs, we believe that we're, you know, here before we came to earth, we were up in heaven. Made, formed, whatever. Yeah. And- um, so I, I pried my eyes open and I just started looking around and then I immediately, I've, my back felt different. That's the best way to describe it. It felt like I told Holly um, that I had a back brace on. Or, or like, the, or like extra muscle, extra muscle is like, yeah, added like extra muscle. <laughs> it's so weird. And so I'm just like laying there and I laid on my back. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't hurt. Like I was moving around. I was like, I feel no pain. And yeah, this the, is, the st- you said the stabbing pain was gone. Because yeah. normally if you like moved it a certain way, you'd feel like the stabbing pain. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's always hurt. But if I would do like arch this way, it was just like somebody jabbing a knife in my back. And it had been 10 months since I haven't had any pain. And so I'm laying in bed and I was like moving around. I was like, holy cow, there's, I feel no pain. And so I laid there for probably another hour or so. I, I don't know. I was asleep. Yeah, she was asleep. She was in the bed next to me and I laid there for an hour because I was scared. I was like, if I move. You, you waited for me to wake up. Yeah, I waited for her to wake up so I could tell her what happened because <laughs> yeah. I was so scared to move. Because if I had moved, I'm like, well, maybe I'll something will happen. I don't know. I was just scared because I haven't been in pain for so long. And so I'm like, okay. So Holly wakes up. I'm like, Hey, Holly, check what, guess what just happened? And so I told her, she's like, well, get up. I'm like, I I don't want to, I'm scared. (laughs) And so she finally, she's like, just get up and see what happened. So I got up and like, I can move around and you walked. I was walking totally fine. My back had zero pain. Like it was completely 100% healed. Like you wrestled with the, I remember you wrestled with the girls for the first time in 10 months. Yeah. Cause they came in and yeah. I told them and 
we just are rest because we yeah used you could, to rest yeah you were like I'm healed and and they're like does that mean we can tickle tackle yeah, that's what we they call play it tickle tackle, tickle tackle? so like, they yeah. jump on me and we start wrestling around and then we um, went to church you were went like to church and I was, fine yeah, all day at church final day and then the next day I actually went back to the gym yeah did I went squats. back to the gym and did squatted because at this point I'm like okay. I just went through a really strange experience and I was obviously healed. And so the next day I was like, cause I think I told Holly, I was like, Hey, I'm going to go to the gym. She's like, uh, hold on. Are you sure you want to go to the gym? And I was like, yeah, he's obviously healed me because I, because I floated and I did all this other crazy stuff. And now I feel no pain because it was, the pain was so bad. I was just like, all right, I can, I can move. I've been healed. That was the last time. Now it's been, six years seven years six years almost seven yeah that was 2000 it was august 21st 2016 yeah august 21st uh so that was the last time i had any pain in my lower back and people have asked me if i've gone and gotten mri i don't feel the need to like i don't know what happened i don't know what my back looked like so i don't it looks like i don't know if it's if it still looks all jacked up like it did in the first MRIs or if it was like fixed, I have no idea. I just didn't care. I was like, whatever, I'm, I'm better. One thing that I will say, the reason why we're actually telling the story is because it, pretty soon after Holly and I both, again, got an impression that you need to tell people. Uh, obviously I've told you more than I have told a lot of people because I don't, I usually don't tell people about the, 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 the Jesus Christ thing. I just, that was kind of a personal thing for me, but um, I don't know why I just did it today. I think so, something that we learned is that like God healed your back in an instant, but you personally had to be in a place like mentally and spiritually to receive that. And, and that took much longer. Like God can heal in an instant. And if, you know, if you learn all about Jesus Christ and his teachings and like the new Testament, like he heals instantly. But us as people have to be able to receive that healing. We have to have the faith. I think we, that's the, we t- have to... the faith. I feel like Holly had the faith for me. Like, I, that's just the way I felt. I didn't have the faith that I was going to be healed. Holly had the faith for me. And that tells you how strong faith is. I don't, I don't know why he heals people and how, why he doesn't heal others. I have no idea. I can't explain. But all I know is that if you have the faith, miracles can happen. This is nothing to do with any particular religion is basically is what I'm saying is just we we were told you need to tell people. Yeah. And so that's why we started telling people. And it wasn't because I don't know. God. I, I, yeah. God wants his miracles to be told. Yeah. Uh, and it's uncomfortable for me to tell these things like we would we went around telling my family, her family. And it was it was hard. It's hard to describe these things and tell explain what I saw because I look like a nut job to most people. So it was hard, but I was told to do it. And obviously, if he could do a pretty awesome thing for me, I could probably just at least tell a story. So, And I think also that the more we seek him, the more we feel, see and feel his light around us. And I think that's another important message that he wants to get across is like seeking him, like spending our time immersing ourselves in him. Hopefully it gives some people the, the strength to pray for miracles because... I do feel like we're coming into an age of miracles where I think people, I, I mean, I've seen a lot of crazy things happen for the good. Um, so I think uh, the one thing I, when I, when I pray, the, the answer I keep getting to most things is just have faith. So I know it sounds really simple. It's not, 
do this and this and this and this, and you got to go there and you got to go to church every Sunday and you got to here. It's basically love people and have faith. Immerse yourself in him. Immerse yourself in him. Yeah. Immerse so. yourself in God. So if you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear about, I mean, the more we tell people, the more we hear that there are other modern day miracles. Yep. So if you've read the book, The Circle Maker, um, there's a, one of Brian's favorite quotes is in that. Yeah. I think I've said it on here before. God's honor, God honors bold prayers because bold prayers honor God. The more I've come to know God, the less I really fully understand about him. He works in mysterious ways. That's like the best thing. I, I always talk to people about it and I was like, he works in mysterious ways. I do not understand him anymore, probably less than all the amazing things I saw. So, so. yeah, if you have any questions or comments, tell us about your experiences. We'd love to hear them. And thanks for watching Mayband. See ya.